The man who discovered the blood moons is here with us. This is not good. This is one bucket wow. of pancakes. The man of the toupee. He's on the front page of New York There's no respect for white European males anymore. Hey everyone, welcome to the Spin Doctrines Podcast, the podcast about propaganda and the people who peddle it. I'm Travis Reyes. I'm Kenny Van. I'm Amador Salazar. And uh, this week we decided to take a break from uh, talking about current events, talking about, you know, right wing pundits and shitheads, to uh, talk about a movie one of these right wing shithead pundits made. Uh, ben Shapiro <laughs> and The Daily Wire um, produced um, a movie, and I got very excited because I thought it would be based off of Ben Shapiro's weird like James Bond novels that he writes. <laughs> um, but it, it's worse. Ben Shapiro and The the Daily Wire made a uh, school shooting action movie called <laughs> Run High Fight. And uh, it's just as bad as you think it uh, would be. And that's the episode. Thank you. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, Essentially, there are not enough school shootings now because of the pandemic. And so Ben Shapiro decided (laughs) he made a movie and streamed it on my service. What if Ben Shapiro got in trouble for tweeting out, like, I'm going to fix the school shooting problem in America? Hashtag click click, and the people were like, "Oh no!" And the bitch bear was like, "No, it's just my movie that I produced." <laughs> um, yeah, it's um, it's a very weird movie. It's a movie that probably shouldn't exist, but it does, and we watched it for free on YouTube. Don't pay for this. <laughs> yeah, don't there's, be irresponsible with your money. There's like a lot of people who uploaded the full movie on YouTube. Yeah. So you <laughs> find one of them. Uh, yeah, let's just run through this bad boy real quick. And uh, yeah, so the opening scene is a um, 17, 18 year old girl and her dad, who is uh, the Punisher from 2004's <laughs> The Punisher. <laughs> the John Travolta one. It's the John Travolta Punisher. The worst Punisher. No. no. Yeah, that's pretty bad. He's the worst one. And they're, like, hunting, and uh, she shoots the deer, right? Yeah. He's, and, like, coaching her the whole way through. Yeah. And then but she, she takes the shot. They walk over to the deer. He's just, like, dying, bleeding out. And he's giving her some speech about... <laughs> um, you said it was, like, Joe rogan right? Where it's just kind of like... Yeah. This animal sacrificed its flesh for our sustenance, and... The least we can do is let it 
Let it die quickly. No need to have your victim suffer. And as he's in the yeah. middle of this speech, like the daughter just picks up like a giant boulder and like bashes the deer's head in. Yeah. And the and dad just goes like, Jesus Christ! And then the next yeah, scene's yeah. them like back home eating breakfast. And uh, Kenny, who is she talking to? Who's uh, our hero? Her name's Zoe, by the way. Oh, her name's Zoe? Yeah. Zoe. Zoe. Oh. I just called her Snipe Girl and her dad Snipe Dad. <laughs> the entire movie. That was the original name of the movie, but it was too scary for Ben Shapiro. He thought it was Snape, and he's... he's... <laughs> okay, so yeah, Kenny, who is she talking to? Who's Zoe talking to? She's talking to her mom in the kitchen. Is there anything weird about her mom? Uh, she has her head wrapped up in a bandana. She kind of looks kind of sickly, so you're kind of led to... She has cancer, obviously. <laughs> um, that's a very much cancer look. Yeah, it's the international. And they're talking about like, boys and like school or something about the prom, the upcoming. Like, yeah, she's like, prom. I don't want to go to prom, and the mom's doing the whole like, oh, you need to have fun, like loosen up, mom speech. And then the dad walks in like, and goes, "Who the fuck are you talking to?" <laughs> <laughs> and then we look over, and the mom's gone, and then. And then the, literal, literally the next thing the dad says is, uh, look, I know you haven't been the same since, uh, you know, the thing happened. And we're like, oh, the mom died. You just showed us yeah. she's a ghost. Yeah, Zoe's talking to ghosts. And the whole movie, they, like, all the characters are <laughs> like, look, I know you're upset because of that tragic thing that happened. And we're like, we know. Because this is not the last time Ghost Bob makes an appearance in the movie, by yeah. the way. <laughs> and, yeah, and then the Punisher dad is, like, screaming at her because she's, like, crying about the mom and stuff. And she's not, like, trying to get she's trying to get laid with her friends. You can just be normal. <laughs> in her defense, like, this movie does a bad job of, like, um, communicating, like, passage of time. So... I'm yeah. to assume that the dad like woke her up at like four in the morning to go hunt deer and then brought her home and I was like, Oh, by the way, you still gotta go to school. <laughs> she might she's just like might not be into it because she's like sleep deprived and also like murdering animals first thing in the morning. Yeah. That's why she sees ghosts. We never sleep in this household. Think, I'm the founder of Black Rifle Coffee. We don't sleep. <laughs> Here, have a cup of Black Rifle Coffee. So it killed your mother. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's definitely a weird way to like introduce the hero of your movie to show them doing like something callous and feeling nothing, and then also like talking to ghosts. Yeah, it's weird to start your, like, conservative action movie off with two, like, hereditary scenes. Like, two weird, like, indie <laughs> horror movie scenes. Of, like, a girl soullessly murdering an animal and then speaking to, like, a ghost. Getting yeah, into, right. like, and a weird domestic just... dispute with her father, who was the Punisher. <laughs> and if you just have, like, a very cursory knowledge of this movie going in... You probably are assuming at this point, oh, she's she's the school shooter. She yeah. is the one. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. If you did, if I just told you the plot and gave it to you, you didn't watch your trailers, you'd be like, oh, she, she, yeah, she's the crazy one. And her dad's like, yeah, don't cry about your dead mom because I was like a fucking sniper in Iraq. 
It's <laughs> like tight. It's weird to yeah. just walk around to like your almost adult daughter and just being like, "Hello, it's me, your dad. It was a sniper in Iraq. You've known me your whole life, but like, you should. I want to remind you, I murdered yeah. people before." Yeah, those two scenes, like, I would have assumed that she is the killer, as Kenny just said. But then, you know, uh, the only way you know that she's actually just, like, a teen struggling in high school is, like, her friend pops in for comedic relief. Uh, who's this, a black kid? And he's, like... The only hey, black kid in the movie, by the way. Yeah, the, yeah. The, that is key. He is the only black kid in in the whole movie and he happens to be the hero's friend and he like knocks and then like just opens the door and he's like hey i'm not breaking and entering i i did knock and it's like oh haha like he like broke you know this weird tension between the this punisher white family and the punisher and will punisher yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's very one oh, go ahead it was one of several moments in this movie that just kind of like spoke to that conservative audience in a way that was like, shut up, Libs, we got one in this movie. <laughs> like, okay. That's what it felt like to me. Also, I don't know why, but when you were talking about the friends slipping in, I thought, oh, what if it was Jar Jar Binks? Like, how much cooler would this be? <laughs> if her best friend was Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Yeah, can you have an interesting point? What about the Jar Jar thing? I think we should send that note to the producers of this for the sequel. Uh, but but also like I think you're right where they had like those little like hands up. Uh, I'm in your house. Hands up. Don't shoot. Or like you know like these yeah. weird little moments because in their mind they get so furious in like Avengers Endgame when like. Thor is like, Thanos is defeated, but now he must defeat the Cheeto in the White House. They're just like sitting in the theater. Just going, <laughs> and so for them, this is like, you know what I mean? This is them being like, yeah, now you know how it feels. But the difference is, like, everyone wants to see Avengers. No one wants to see this movie. The only people that want to see this movie are like the people that are like, I fucking got their lip ass. Like, no one's going to go into my weird little things. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely wasn't triggered if that was their goal. <laughs> yeah, I got the... Yeah, once we'll get into it, I'll get to the opposite of... I got the opposite of triggered by this movie. Um, yeah, so they're driving to the school, and um, they have, like, a normal high school talk about... Again, about the prom and calling it that accident. And like being senior like, prank week or something? Yeah, and then they go, oh, I forgot it's senior prank week because these kids come by and one of them's mooning them. And they're like, oh, this is that senior prank they always do. <laughs> and then they like run them off the road. I guess also is a senior prank, right? Yeah, that, okay. the prank is to moon them and then run them off the road. And then they notice another senior prank. Yeah, but this one's crazier. It's like a guy like <laughs> yeah. it's like a guy dressed like one of the Columbine shooters, rolling like a tarp out into a field. 
and like placing like a ticking metal box on top of it and they'd be like oh that's that weird kid that like everyone thinks is weird i bet he's doing a senior prank and it's like in the middle of a cornfield they yeah, setting all this like, up like far away from the school yeah and he's driving this big like unmarked van yeah like a metal like a metal band van like a black all black blacked out windows like it's a prank by the weird kid yeah so then they get to school and there's all sorts of like animal house hijinks because it's prank week like (laughs) cars tailpipe shooting bubbles out of the back of them and people are like running around shooting each other with water guns they're putting like panties on like the school flag thing. Oh, you know all the hilarious pranks that uh, the Zoomers love to do. <laughs> all those hilarious Zoomer pranks that they <laughs> yeah love to do that are like National Lampoon bits from the forties. <laughs> they love them. And then we get uh, two scenes in the classroom that are weird. Kenny, why don't you take this one? Let's talk about the classrooms. <laughs> I think the first one is the guy who the teacher that's talking about the senior prank that they filled the teacher's lounge up with balloons. <laughs> oh, he just yeah. comes in. He's like clearly like supposed to be the gay character. Yeah, he's yeah, like, like, don't talk to me. Even... I haven't had my yeah. coffee because the teacher's lounge is filled with balloons. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's like a Kathy comic. This <laughs> 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 character. Uh, and then uh, that's where you also get introduced to her friend, uh, who just jams an ear like an AirPod yeah. in her ear. He's like, "Listen!" It just puts a gross AirPod in her ear. And we she don't hear the music at all. Right, it's just no, like her, you know. like bopping her head, being like, "This is good. I want to get murdered to this song." There's some weird thing that a kid wouldn't. It's supposed yeah, to be like foresight, right? Because she's like, "I would like to die to this song." Something crazy to like her friend, and her friend's like, "Sweet, it's her, thanks." It's her friend's music. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, and she says that crazy thing, and her friend's like, "Sweet, thanks." And then, like a guy dressed as like Othello or something. I'm not Othello because he'd be in blackface. Um, yeah, if, if I ever came out with a comedy album and one of you died and I played that at your funeral, that would I was that would be. Uh, hilarious dunk on me. <laughs> <laughs> but then, like a guy dressed as like Shakespeare comes in, he asks this girl to prom, and that yeah. scene just exists because like something. <laughs> yeah, it's like another foreshadowing scene because it doesn't need to be there. She's like, ah, oh, prom, yuck! I hate it. If anyone would ask me to that, I would be angry. Yeah, yeah. and then you it know, is. oh, good. Oh, you got it. Oh, so, I mean, so that's the first class scene. The next one <laughs> is in chemistry class, and they're all popping balloons and talking about how hydrogen is flammable, which will obviously come up later in a school shooting movie. Um, <laughs> it's also about and... the it clown. <laughs> Pennywise does the school shooting. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, if Pennywise and Jar Jar Binks were in this movie, it would be ten times better. Yeah. And then and the weird thing happens where the school bell goes off in the middle of the lesson, which happens 
It literally every fucking like TV show or movie with a teacher in it. It happened in Breaking Bad. Brian Cranston's like hydrogen is flammable, and then go. It's like, oh, I'm in a school shooting movie. Break Bad. <laughs> Kenny, Kenny, you're identifying a big problem with our public education, which is uh, science teachers just can't keep track of time. Not enough time. Not enough time. Is all science yeah. teachers because they're all too busy making math. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then the final scene, I don't think it foreshadowed anything. It's just like, it's just like an English teacher, and he's reading, like, he's literally just reading prose to, like, these 17-year-old kids, and he's like, wow, doesn't that make you, like, hot? <laughs> Some weird, he's like, isn't this, like, the most beautiful fucking thing you've ever read? And then the bell rings again. And that's, like, yeah. that scene. I don't... I think, like, the writer of this just Googled, like, books smart people have read in the first page of them. And they, like, copy-pasted into his, like, final draft. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in that class, by the way, Zoe is, like, spacing out because, you know, if a teacher's reading a whole passage to a group of students, no one's paying attention. So she's, like, staring off into the distance and she sees... Uh, that senior prank in the middle of the pasture just start uh, lighting a flame. Yeah, she doesn't say and anything again. She's like, ah, prank by the <laughs> prank by the new metal kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I guess that's the point of that scene. I guess. Yeah, I I, I just re- I saw my notes and I was like, oh yeah, that does happen. You just start seeing like smoke but, in the distance. But it's then, like okay. But then she doesn't say like shit to anyone. Because no, then she checks, she's just she, out. she uh, goes to her locker and there's like a, a letter from her friend. It's like, will you go to yeah. prom with me? And then um, and he tried to get her to like come to the locker with him before too. Oh but yeah. She said no. She's like, I gotta go to Kathy Comet, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like the bell rang and I'm gonna miss uh, our only gay teacher's monologue and I can't. I'm gonna miss his tight five. I'm gonna miss John Petit's one man show <laughs> yeah. about how he ate a hot dog. Or... It's just a tight five and then <laughs> he gets the light. <laughs> he goes, oh. Does anyone else like want to do time during this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. Um, So, you know, that whole scene at the locker happens, and then there's, like, they cut to the main office, and someone goes in there and, like, asks them. Oh, he just, just, like, in a weird way, he's like, hello, where's class? There's class? Okay, bye. And then he, like, puts down a... Like, like he does it purposely weird. Like, you... He does it, like, in a way where any it's like employee would be like i'm calling someone because he like makes a big deal to be like hi it's me hello where's this classroom it is over there okay goodbye he like makes a he like goes out of his way to be noticed yeah hello it's me borat from kazakhstan where's classroom well well, anyway i'm just gonna leave my backpack here yeah, he he leaves the backpack and he basically is just like, wah, wah, wee, wah, where is cafeteria? And then uh, they're like, yes, there are students at the cafeteria. And then uh, 
it just cuts to back to Zoe, right? Yeah, she's talking with her friend, and she's like, why the fuck would you ask me to prom? Yeah. And he's like, well, because I love you. Well, that's, that's And then he drops cool. juice on her. Yeah. <laughs> very sweet. Secretly, all along, he was actually saving her life. Oh, and then, yeah, he spills juice on her, and then Zoe goes to the bathroom. Yeah. Where there's another girl who's like in the ceiling. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, this movie is not believable. Uh, girls don't do school shootings. So <laughs> Girl, girls are girls are scared to fire guns because we'll mess up their nails. Their makeup. <laughs> I back of that, I was just thinking like, has there been one school shooting where like a shooter was a female student? Oh wow! And this doesn't take into a more, like a weird. Oh, this movie's thing, woke. Like, also, like it's woke, Kenny. This movie's woke. Right. <laughs> well, no, I know why they did it. I do know why they did it. Because well, we'll get to it later when there's a fight scene and they couldn't have <laughs> like a boy beat the shit out of some girl. Yeah, and I, I do think that it is important to mention that she's, like, dressed like she's, like, a goth, like, scene kid type of student. And, you know, those are the people that I feel like people assume are the, you know, short fuses or, you know, have had enough and are going to, you know, end up shooting schools and stuff like that. So I think, they, you know, they they are, like, laying it on kind of heavy that, you know, she's not up. To you know, like anything good, obviously. It's funny because like the Zoe character is supposed to be supposed to be like an outsider, but she's also like afraid of the goth kid. She's also like yeah. suspicious. It's like it's like if you were an outsider at high school, you know that like all the outsiders eventually just like band together because also, you know everyone else is bullied. Yeah, if you were an outsider, she'd be your best friend. You'd be best friends with yeah. the shooters. <laughs> You would be up. a school <laughs> And she like bumps into her and she's like, hey man, you got like stuff. Like, what the hell? To like, you know, confirm that she is a punk. <laughs> yeah, they they really want you to know that she's uh she's not normal. <laughs> yeah. And uh and yeah. So she's in the bathroom, and then she's just standing there, and then the ghost comes back. The ghost mom. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, why won't you go to prom with... With Lois. Rufio. Which or, is... Or his name is Lois? His name is Lois. Lois. Oh. Sorry, I said Lois. Lois. <laughs> <laughs> Star Jar. Star Jar Binks. <laughs> For the sake of the podcast, it's Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, and so she's talking to her ghost mom later. again. This time, in, like, in school, and like, public. And as she's, like, talking to her ghost mom, the fucking... The school shooter kids, like, drive that van through, like, the wall of the cafeteria. Yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy. That, those are, like, very flimsy, like, walls of... That well, there was, like, a whole, like, window pane area sort of deal. But those usually very, like, are like in the bus. Break. But usually at schools, those have like those bus-like things in front, like the big. I don't know. Yeah, I mean. Either way, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So they drive like a 
the A team van through like the back wall of this cafeteria, and then three dudes get out and they just start like gunning down people. Yeah, yeah. and this is where my one of my favorite lines because there's a lot of them, oh, yeah, my favorite line great. of the movie. One of them is uh, yeah. the the main shooter goes, "Oh, I I guess I should have said trigger warning." And <laughs> yeah, shout out, shout out to my <laughs> friends. Ben Shapiro. <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to my fucking free speech warriors out there. Well, we'll get into it like a little like bit. The school shooter making this point. Like, I'm sorry, but a lot of the jokes that the school shooter makes are like, oh, you're like a right winger. Like, well, wait, what? <laughs> well, see, that's what I wanted to get into. So this is when he, um, yeah, Zoe hears, Zoe hears like the shot from the bathroom and it's like, oh no. And then it just, Cuts back to what's going on in the cafeteria. They're shooting kids one by one, telling them to make calls to their parents. And uh, then he says, get your phones out and live stream. Yeah. Oh, no, there's like one other weird scene, right? With like the front office. Because then he goes Um, on like this weird speech, which is what I wanted to get to. Where he gets weirdly right wing, where he was like, we knew the exact time to cut the power because you have to get permission from this person for the front office to call the cops it shouldn't be that easy to do a school shooting should it it's like this is like when like the black panther writer makes killmonger say the good stuff about not giving weapons to the military like you're you're making your character your vessel because he's the school shooter is just like can't you believe how easy it is to school? It shouldn't be this easy for me to do this school shooting. Yeah, he's essentially there to like prove that, you know, not having cops with guns on campus is bad. a bad <laughs> thing. There is a moment though before that where the girl who like bumped into Zoe like comes out and goes into the cafeteria after they shot people and like starts kissing out with them, and that's kissing the out. I would take it out of the movie because, like, kids who bang are also, like, not doing school shooters. <laughs> like, kids who are... Yeah, they made the know. school shooters, like, they're cool in this movie. They're fucking... Yeah, they're, they're not... They're not killing. Why are they killing? They're having sex. That's cool. But they're, you know, they're kind of, like, loosely grasping at all of these cultural values that they think are bad. Yeah, but and, that would make and, kids and, cool and not school shooters. Right, and they're trying to imbue these like characters with like all these things where you're like, wait, why would they do this thing if they are, you know, popping or whatever? Yeah. Like, or and so, yeah, there's like all these like subtle things that they're like letting out about these uh, school shooters. But yeah, so that's like the first thing that I was like, oh, this movie. Because up to that point, I was like, well. Maybe they just picked this because school shooting. I don't fucking know. But then when the shooters start talking, and he's just like being a right wing like crank. He's just doing like Tucker Carlson talking points to these kids. I'm like, oh, this is weird. <laughs> yeah. Why the shooter like is like sixty three percent of school shootings are done by this time of year? <laughs> are you giving out what's happening? Yeah, they I, make him like super cool because he's like standing on a like cafeteria lunch table, and no one is cooler than someone standing on a cafeteria lunch table. And then a coach was like, "Hey, you son of a bitch!" and he like jumps <laughs> up 
And then he just like, he runs at him. By the guy. He runs at him yeah. really slow. The coach is like, yeah, he, "You shit, you sack of shit!" And just runs at him super slow. He just turns around and stabs yeah. him. He runs right into the dude. <laughs> yeah, very it's funny. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like confirmation. Yeah, the coolest guy on the fucking lunch table is doing the coolest thing. Yeah, and then he makes them pull out their phones and start live streaming. But he also said, this is how you know, like, he's the vessel for, like, the writer. Because his character is also, like, 16, 17, and he's like, pull out your phones and do whatever you do to live stream your tweets, or... It's like, you're also, like, 17 year old. 17 years old, why are you talking like a 43-year-old man? Pull out your phone and do your live tweets and your Insta, and your Insta what's and your face, face house. He's like an old comic doing like riffs. So he's like, "We used to go outside and do <laughs> You don't know what it is. All these kids today with their bebops and doodads. Like, Who are you? Like you're a fifty-five-year-old comic at an open mic. <laughs> yeah, it's it's totally that vibe, but also really funny because like he's like, whatever you use, Instagram Live or Periscope, which is like. That doesn't exist anymore. So it is absolutely the the dude that's fifty years old at an open mic yelling at a bunch of like twenty year olds who think they're comics, right? Like it's completely that. Look, you're not a real comic unless you're on Patriot Patriot Forum dot FM. <laughs> yeah, and so then he starts like live streaming. Like he goes, "Who has a hundred viewers? Who has two hundred? Blah blah blah." And he gets to the highest number. Uh, what's his name? Lewis is the only one who's like, I have a thousand followers. It's yeah, perfect. He'll be my cameraman. <laughs> yeah, they they make him the cameraman, and you know they you know make a lame joke about like, ah, oh, he's the yearbook like club guy. Yeah. So yeah. Well, then he corrects the school shooters. He goes, actually, I'm this. And they go, shove it, dork. <laughs> yeah. He's like, actually, I'm the uh, senior correspondent for. Blah, 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 our newspaper. Go. Our yeah. simple newspaper. Like, like shut oh. it, nerd. <laughs> um, this weird moment, too, where, like, the main uh, school shooter guy, like, when he first shows up when they drive the van through the window, he's doing that Heath Ledger Joker thing where he, like, licks his lips a lot. Yeah. No, he's <laughs> doing the Joker, this guy. He's, he's even doing that kind of voice where he's, like, when he's live streaming, he's, like, is this what you want? Is this what you people want to see on your YouTubes and your Facebooks? Like he's doing. Yeah. He's doing like uh, old man comic open mic bits as the Joker. <laughs> we used to go outside. Why so serious? <laughs> Take my wife. <laughs> Please. Yeah, the. So Paul shows up. Paul Blart So wait, wait, wait. Hello, that's that's uh, hello, high school. I just flew in from St. Louis, and boy, my arms are tired. Why so serious? (laughs) (laughs) That's that's a school shooter is in this movie. He's just yeah. He's like he like you watch like the Joker and whatever other three movies. Ben Shapiro thinks are good. Yeah, um, he's also, like, the whole, this whole line is about, like, oh, you know, if, like, he's addicted to, like, you know, he's a narcissist, like, like, he wants that validation from social media, 
but he also like makes everyone call their like the last person they want to talk to before they die basically and he has this one woman or not woman but this one high schooler uh call their mom and he's like no go ahead like call her also did she call the cops on me because i want the cops to notice me and uh she's like i mean yeah she did tell the cops he's like good i'm you're not in trouble for that because it's all about validation apparently which is a weird situation because uh the guy the cool guy that was doing the uh, like build on fire senior prank. We find out later that he's like actually part part of the school shooting, and they mm-hmm. did that fire to like create a traffic jam, which makes no sense because I have to assume, <laughs> in the sense of like an active school shooter, they find other ways to get to this. Like that wouldn't be much of a nukes. Get nuke like, the high school. <laughs> <laughs> well, like there's like a lot of confusion too right because you know and like initially i was like there's no way this could ever happen like you know the sheriff's like being duped by you know seniors on senior prank day by muppet baby joker (laughs) being like yeah but it's like wait this is kind of believable just because like cops are notoriously bad at doing things right so uh, maybe well, this is believable. Yeah. Well, the cops are always complaining about how, like, you know, they don't have enough help and they're over. You know what I mean? So it might be a critique yeah. on that. It's not them being the cops are incompetent. It's them being like, look how easy this well, is a school shooting and how, like, underfunded the cops are and how, like, little power they have. Well, it's weird, though, because, like, the older man is the older like cop who you know is like the head of the whole department i guess like he gets call a call right and the person's like oh we're gonna like rush in there or or whatever because it's an active shooter he's like no no no, hold on like you need to wait for me to get there he's like also i'm in a traffic jam because (laughs) there's a weird shack on fire it's a fresh fire. Oh no, there's yeah. like two because they 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 blow up a barn like for no reason. Two, they could explode yeah. a barn. Uh, but yeah, uh, apparently Zoe didn't hear this from the bathroom because um, she's just kind of hanging out, and then a girl stumbles in and she's like bleeding. Yeah. Yeah. No, Zoe. No, Zoe comes out right because she doesn't hear the. No, the the uh, girl stumbles in the bathroom bleeding first. Oh, and then they're like, "Someone made a noise." It's yeah. That there's a problem in this movie with sound in that like gunshots are quiet, and <laughs> so are like a truck crushing people. a whole like wall of a school. <laughs> yeah. Because there's like a big chunk of this movie where people are like still teaching class where there's clearly yeah, something yeah. going on. Yeah, so this girl stumbles in from the bathroom, which is like a few feet from where the shooting happened. And she's like, what? Blood? And she like opens the door to check. The Joker guy hears, hears the door open. And he goes, someone's back there. Get him. And then this big meathead idiot. Who's <laughs> my favorite character in the movie. <laughs> He goes in the girl's bathroom. Um, Zoe climbs up in like the um, 
She's like literally in the piping, like in Die Hard. She's yeah. literally doing a Die Hard. She's Zoe Air Ducks. Yeah, She's and the there. and the big dumb guy goes like, "Oh, boss, it's just the girl we shot." Ooh, ooh, ooh. And then you're you're thinking like, "Okay, Zoe got away." And then all of a sudden, she like falls through the, like the roof. <laughs> she like falls yeah. through the ceiling, and then she ends up in like the you know the cafeteria area where they you know they store all the food and stuff like that. Yeah, and then the guy rushes yeah, to the, the cafeteria. Oh, shit. Yeah, the kitchen. You're right. <laughs> And then the falls through, and they send that. But then, hold on, we gotta talk first because the principal shows up at the cafeteria. Oh no, that's not yet, right? That's that's after this. I think that's yeah. No, because yeah, because she falls, and then he opens like the opens like the sliding door to the kitchen to get the trays, and he goes through that way. Which is weird already. And then he's like, I hear you been here. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. And we see Zoe and she's crouched down. And there's the lunch lady in there. Talking on her flip phone. Yeah. husband. And she's like, stay here. And then goes out and goes, I'm the one who's here. You should be. And she starts giving him like a you should be ashamed of yourself speech. And then, shoots. Yeah, and then he shoots her and picks up his phone, picks up her phone, goes, "Oh, I killed your thing," and like flays yeah. the phone against the wall. And you can hear your husband going, "No, what? No!" And that's how you know that guy's the bad guy. Wait, was that that wasn't the guy that went in the bathroom? That's the other. It was the other guy, right? No, uh, it's the same guy. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so essentially, yeah, the lynch lady's like, I'm here, you should be ashamed. And then he shoots her, <laughs> and then she answers the phone, and the guy, the husband is like, where's my wife? And then he's like, I killed that thing of yours, and then he drops the phone. <laughs> then he, like, spikes it on, like, the wall. It's so crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Zoe goes out the, uh, she sneaks out the back door. Yeah. And she starts to run from the school and she goes, No, I can't. And instead of like getting help, turns back around and she sees a runs little kids smoking weed. Yeah. <laughs> she like she like sees like these kids like walking and she's like, Don't go in the school, the school shooting and they're like, they seen your prank. Yeah. Like well, they she's, can't like, see the covered in blood. Or yeah, like, the... like this is believable. She's covered in blood. There's a truck in the side of your school. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, damn. So she's, like, going to try and, like, rescue other kids in the school. One of the the girls in the group is her friend from earlier, the one who makes the music she wants to get murdered to. Yeah. Teenage Adele. Yeah, and they, they all just, like, run away except for her. Yeah, they they immediately run to this uh, window of a classroom that's just class as normal, like no explosions, no nothing. Is you hear like the car. Some, There's no like weird alarm like, that went on off. Windows. You think an alarm would go off if the whole wall of the school collapsed? Yeah, it's wild. But so they're hitting on the, they're banging on the windows, and I don't know if you all noticed, but it's a history class, and they're talking about the Battle of the Alamo. 
Yep. So, you know, the, the fucking imagery is like very thick here. Um, was that a, was that also a school shooting? The Alamo? Was that an 1800 school shooting? Well, you know, this is like one of those things like a lot of libertarian and like right wingers when it comes to like guns on campuses, they think that, you know, like teachers with guns is a good idea because they'll shoot the shooter. Right. But like that, that actually probably leads to more, you know, death and like is not safe for that to be in the educational setting. And but it's the to Zoe and she's basically right because she's it's the whole battle of the Alamo and uh no one believes that uh anything is happening in that first uh room so they run to another one right and they also don't believe it's happening in there yeah until they like bust open like they just like smash a window and they're like <laughs> oh shit like this is serious and then she goes um, this is inappropriate <laughs> to her yeah, it's like just completely insufficient as far as like power dynamics are concerned. Who has the real power? I mean, it's very instructive. It's the kids, really. There's more of them than teachers. Yeah. And they know it. That's why um, they can shoot it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> While this is going on, the security guard, this is like yes. the security guard yeah. stuff. Yeah, which Kenny, we're okay. all here for. Yeah, Kenny, oh, you. Yeah. you you tell this part. This is your favorite. <laughs> the moment I've been waiting for. So the uh, office, like the principal's office and stuff, gets wind that there's like a school shooting going on. And the principal and Paul Blair Mulcott, like, fucking book it <laughs> to the cafeteria. <laughs> and uh, the principal comes in and he's like trying to talk the school shooter down. And that's when we learn that the school shooter uh, is... This isn't like the first time he's ever been in trouble, you know. He's yeah. <laughs> he has a history of getting called to the principal's office, and he was about to be expelled. So right, you know. And <laughs> the principal tries this tactic where they're like, you know, like I hear you, like I should have been more attentive to your 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 strife, yeah. I, and, and instead I was going to expel you instead even, of listening to you. Even says you can have my like beach cabin. And then yeah. that's, and that's that kid's like, "Can I fuck your wife?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. fine." It's my my favorite line in that movie is when he goes, "Oh, what? So I can fuck your wife on the beach while your kids watch?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Which like that came out like super quick, so like that's a thing. I think that's what this was all about. In the end. Well, and then the print, and then the kids like, "Don't you get it, principal? I went to your office because I was planning. I stole your key. I made a replacement. I got in trouble, and I replaced it with the replacement key. I was playing you the whole time." And then he just shoots him. Yeah, and then the, and then, the, and then they <laughs> see a security guard, and then the, freaks out. And then the Joker kid gives another speech. He's like, it's "The security guards, they leave." They're getting paid to protect you, and they don't even get to carry real guns. Yeah, he was like, can you imagine being paid 12 bucks an hour to defend a bunch of students with no guns? He, it's weird, because he, like, it seems like the only motivation he has is to make it harder to, like, shoot up schools. That seems to be his only motivation. 
He's like a weird anti-hero of this movie. <laughs> yeah, he's, <laughs> he's just pointing you, out. He's like, simply there to identify all the flaws with like active shooter-like stuff. And the and, director doesn't and, trust this audience who's dumb to yeah. be smart enough to like just pick up on it. So it's just this guy giving these like monologues about like why teachers should be able to carry guns and like why women shouldn't vote. He's just like giving these like weird monologues about like <laughs> yeah. like these weird like so Fox then, News monologues. It's weird. So then yeah. Paul Blart like gets scared and he runs out <laughs> and the, the Nazi kid who's the same kid that like lit the brush fire has to chase him out into the hall. Yeah. And then uh <laughs> He lets him go for some and, reason, right? Like I know, because the, the, the cops on the ground going, no, 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 yeah. no, no. Yeah. And then they go, just let him go. He's pathetic. Yeah, he feels <laughs> sorry for him. He's like, this, this dude's got pee pants. And like, which, you know, they just go Which, on. by the way, you know he has pee pants because the camera pans down. And the cop, like, yeah. opens his legs and goes, oh, man. <laughs> and his <laughs> pants are just, like, covered in piss. And then it does like a weird like Scorsese like a long take where it's him like getting up walking to his office. This is not yeah. a joke. And then he pulls out like a replacement pair of pants. Yeah, he takes he his pants off and puts his It's it's a very weird long scene. And I don't know why it's in here. It's so weird <laughs> that we see this guy get up and he goes, Oh, he just walks to his office. Changes his pants and then like makes a call to nine one one. Changes his shirt too, so I got a little. <laughs> and that's when he. That's when he realizes that the phone line's been cut by the goth girl, though. Yeah. He's like he tries to use the phone and like. He goes, no "Oh signal. man, he's covered in piss again." Yeah, and so we mentioned Zoe like smashing the window, so when she does that, she realizes that Lewis is still alive because like. Someone in the classroom's like, yeah, it's being live streamed by, you know, the school yearbook or whatever. And she's like, oh, fuck, my nerd boyfriend's still alive. And um, then it cuts back to the cafeteria and Tristan, who's the main uh, school Joker shooting guy. guy. <laughs> yeah, the Joker. Um, <laughs> he's like, all right, everybody put the tables up against the wall. And then he says, see, it's not that hard to build a wall. Yeah, he Another does say homage. that. <laughs> yeah. Right wing idea. It's weird that the, the school villain. Weird self The school shooter is saying that it's easy to build the wall? Like, that doesn't make the point you think it does. And he's also going, like, trigger warning. He's doing, like, all yeah. these. Oh, and then, like, there's a girl who's been shot and she's, like, bleeding out. And he gives a long speech about, like, what Hitler used to do to the handicapped and infern and stuff and like disabled people yeah and he goes luckily we're not nazis and it's like almost like you're expecting him to look at the camera and wink like i don't know what that moment is He's luckily we're not na <laughs> luckily we're not nazis we're jokers why so serious <laughs> <laughs> yeah i you know, a part of me, you know, this is a very convoluted movie, but it also feels like it's like the never Trumper like anthem because like the school shooters are like they are engaged in private ideology, but it's all like a lot of stuff that like, 
you know, the Trumpers are in favor of like the wall, like incessantly being focused on the wall and and then like saying, oh, you know, like Nazis are pretty bad, but we're like not that bad. Wink, wink. We're like, you know, pillow fascism. Um, yeah. Maybe I'm grasping at straws there, but like a no. little bit feels that way. Because before Trump became president, Ben Shapiro and like those people were not definitely not on board. I think part of them was like is kind of relieved that that's not something they feel they have to pander to anymore. Yeah. But at the same time, that's like still definitely <laughs> definitely their base. Yeah, it's it's and so their yeah, it's really weird. Like, I don't know who this is for necessarily. Fans um, of- and while, you know, he's going on, I'm sorry? Fans of The Punisher, 2004. That's who this is for. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, but, you know, while he's giving that, you know, speech about uh, eugenics, um, Lewis, who has been recording everything or live streaming everything, uh notices that there's some barrels in the van um i don't know if he actually captures it on video but he like sees it um and that's when uh it cuts back to zoe and she pulls on a fire alarm Mm -hmm. and so everyone's freaking out because the fire alarm's going off so it's kind (laughs) of like the first indicator that something major is happening aside Aside from from the but then they're also like yeah but then they're also still like goddamn prank day (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> no one's taking anything seriously. Yeah, it's insane. And as that's going on, you just it goes back to Goth Girl, and she is, you know, in the electrician room, I guess. And so she cuts the fire alarm system. Well, first of all, she then, picks up like a big, like wrench, like Harley Quinn. And then, oh, like shit. the groundskeeper yeah. Willie character comes in, he's like. You're not allowed in here. This is yeah. only for me. And then she goes, oh, sorry. And she beats him to death with this giant wrench. Yeah. And then she cuts the fire alarm off. And everybody that was leaving the building goes, like, oh, never mind. Back to class. <laughs> which is weird. And that definitely wouldn't happen. <laughs> yeah. And she also proceeds to shut down electricity. And they go to like they cut to like a BCIS class, and that teach that poor woman is like, yeah, we're finally getting like, like how do you use computers? And then like, all shut off, and she's like, ah, I hope you saved your work. And it's like, <laughs> is that supposed to be comedic relief? Like, what the fuck is happening right now? To be fair, it is pretty funny. <laughs> 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 it's it's good to have these like slapstick moments. Like, I watch a lot of violent movies, like, sure, like, but I was legitimately a little bit, like, ugh, like, when they first, like, drove through and, like, shot a teenager to death. I was like, Yeah, because that's the thing, like, it is just, like, a weird, shitty, like, action movie, but the director's trying to be, like, it's gritty and raw, so he, like, shows kids get, like, shot in the head, like, up close. Yeah. It's, like, really fucked up, but then doesn't match, like, the rest of the tone of this guy's shitty movie. Yeah. Right. And also, and, at this moment, too, can we just say, like, most of the school's not aware there's a school shooting, but there's at least, like, 12 dead kids, and the principal is dead. <laughs> and 
Like, yeah. And the gym teacher's dead. Died already. Yeah, like fourteen people have died in this school already. In this movie, like, and also they've been live streaming it. Like, you're telling you're telling me like not one of these kids is on their phone in their classroom. I used to work at a school. Those kids are always on there. It's like, yeah. Not yeah, one same. kid got like a notification or like a secretary <laughs> didn't get like a notification like there's a shooting in your school like no one got they cut like the phones right the landlines yeah but yeah. they clearly have like iPhones and like Android phones because they're live streaming stuff so you can't get like yeah. a news update on your phone well well so everyone in the cafeteria, so the people that are explained away are the people in the cafeteria, right? So like all the students in the cafeteria, like they pick up all of their phones, except for Lewis. Yeah, but he's, and, but he's like live streaming. But everyone else, yeah. That's what I'm That's saying. Don't you think like one kid would be following this Lewis yeah. kid if he has a thousand people viewing his stream at like 11 a.m.? Yeah. Not to mention the kids were given also like phone time. So like, yeah. You think they would have like texted their friends in the classroom like, holy shit, I'm being held hostage. <laughs> it is very funny that like the uh the school shooters is like, okay, everyone gets fifteen minutes to play on their phones. <laughs> <laughs> I know how you need it. Not me. I go outside to play. I go outside to play with my friend. He's just doing Jerry Seinfeld bits in the middle of his manifesto. Kids these days always on their cell phones. Deal with these kids on their phones. (laughs) You can't do. I can't do comedy at a college campus anymore, but I can shoot up a high school one, folks. (laughs) Yeah, I I think this this is like the part where uh, the main office blows up. (laughs) Uh, The fucking office just explodes. Yeah, it just <laughs> so that's when the uh, secretary makes the announcement, and Paul Blart, who we watched for like ten minutes, changed his clothes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that weird Werner Her- that weird Werner Herzog scene in the middle, where it's just like a ten minute mini play about this <laughs> shitty Arthur Miller character's life, where he just pisses his pants so much that he has to have yeah. like spare clothes that is. Yeah, and then they kill him. They right. blow him up. Yeah, they explode. Yeah, yeah he blows up. <laughs> um, and and Zoe goes up to that uh, that security guard and starts, you know, just like doing the thing that Solid Snake does, where he just like starts picking up all of the shit off of like <laughs> a security guard. Um, yeah, she's like start seeing her. Uh, yeah, they're like looting. Again. They're like looting a body, like you're doing like Resident Evil. Or she's yeah. just like taking keys and power up bars. And... Yeah, it's fucking wild. And then her mom appears again, and like while she's you know trying to take off all of the I- important items off of the security guard, her mom's like, "Hey, you know that's not as painful as it looks." The guy was like on fire, so I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. Okay. Um, he got thrown against the wall and exploded. Yeah. <laughs> and she goes, he's free of all attachments now, because, you know, she's presumably 
In hell. An angel, I guess. Uh, I've been. Um, I was thinking I've been playing a, a lot of uh, like cyberpunk. So when I saw this at this point in the game, uh, point in the movie, I was like, ah, <laughs> oh, it would be cool. If, like his mom was like, God, Reeves, like we gotta blow up a corporation. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of like that, where the mom's like, she's not like nice to her. Like Keanu's yeah, no. not nice to you with cyberpunk. The mom's like, well, you're such a stupid pussy. Why won't you have sex with Lewis? Like the mom's like mean to. She's not, like, nice. Blow up Walmart CEO. <laughs> She's being haunted. This girl's being haunted by, like, her mother. Yeah. But then, it's a weird thing that happens in this where, like, the goth girl's there, and she, like, walks over to Zoe's body and, like, steps on her hand. And I assume <laughs> she broke her hand because, like, you yeah. hear bun crunch. Like, bone crunch. <laughs> <laughs> you hear, like, her bones crunch, and then, like, Zoe grabs her hand. And then, like, her hand's fine the rest of the movie. She was just cracking her knuckles. Yeah, and then she's it. like, well, her her hand is fine, but then she's just, like, limping throughout the rest of the movie. Well, no, no, no. And so she she plays possum because she notices that goth girl is coming. And then it goes back to cafe hostage. And, and uh, uh, is proceeding to go on a soliloquy about um, belief in God. Like, he looks at some lady, uh, like, some high school girl. I keep saying lady because all these people are clearly like, older. Than, <laughs> 30 years old. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, but she's, like, she has a cross and she's, like, holding on to it. And he's, like, you believe in God? Why would he let this happen? And she, you know, says free will or whatever. But, you know, it's another parable uh, of, like, shit where it's, like, oh, of course the school shooters are atheists, goth, punk kids who don't have friends like it's fucked up yeah yeah well there there is a scene i i think we got but there is like also when zoe does get up and like goes to the first classroom there is like i guess a protocol before they're allowed to like call the cops where like they have to make an announcement or something on the pa and the teacher yeah. looks at Zoe and says, we have to wait till the, the office says something. And Zoe <laughs> grabs her by the shoulders and goes, you don't understand. There is no office anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the teacher's like, what? And just like, oh, <laughs> exploded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, but that line... Made me laugh really hard. It is like a weird way to tell like this forty year old like obese like Latino guy that like fuck at the office the, the office is gone. It's like there is no office. She's like what? He just has to find out. Like oh, what happened to the office? He's like holy shit! It's just like that guy's dead body just burning. <laughs> Yeah, so, th yeah, this is, like, the whole, uh, like, Zoe versus goth girl bit, basically, right? Yeah. Uh, she, they, they run into each other, like, and she realizes that she's not, she wasn't dead. And so she starts shooting at her, and, like, she just, like, opens a locker door and hides behind it. <laughs> Scooby-Doo. Doesn't get shot, and then she, like, but she does get shot. This is where she got shot in the leg, and then she's like perpetually limping the rest of the movie. Um, and she like runs off. And this is when it cuts to Tristan, the Joker, uh, going 
to different classes to round up the rest of the students in the school and she ends he ends up at the spanish class and this is like the weirdest like segment of the whole fucking movie yeah yeah this is like a very exploitative gross scene that happens yeah. for no reason yeah so um trist uh you know he's there in the <laughs> spanish class and he's like oh like he keeps alluding to like oh you're like so like hot or whatever and he finally asks Miss Nunez to take off her blouse, but he does it in Spanish, right? So he's woke, presumably. I don't know. I, I, I literally don't know what the intentions are of this movie. Um, but he, he basically is like, if you don't want me to hurt anyone, you need to take off your blouse. And, um, you know, she, takes, she eventually, yeah. She takes off her top, but still wearing a bra. And he goes, what do I look like, some baby? Show me yeah. Your <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and so she proceeds to do that, and then you know, with a little camera magic, you know, light is shining in through the windows, so you can't actually see anything. Um, you show three hundred kids get their head exploded. You can show us some boobs. Not I. I mean, you know, this whole thing, like is fucking horrible and like the fact that you know, i don't know this is like proof that you know some people's free speech needs to be restricted and yeah yeah um but it, mostly ben shapiro's free speech yes most yeah most and then whoever the fuck made this yeah. movie yeah which at the end of this towards the end of this yeah, episode we'll we'll get get to, it. But, yeah so then that yeah. scene happens and it cuts to like the cops and they're at tristan's trailer this is a trailer park, by the way. Yeah. And there's a cop, like, knocking on the door. Dogs are barking. And the cop says, oh, man, I wish it ain't a warrant. I could get this done so much quicker. And it's like, yeah, I yeah, bet you and- wish you didn't have a warrant, you cop. I bet you wish you could just go into houses. I I bet you do wish that. <laughs> yeah, it's like a... Uh- they were like, no, we don't have a warrant, so that's why you're going to say that it's a wellness check when they answer the door. Which is like, how do you not get that that's like how these fucking cops like scam like into, you know, just like breaking and entering and shit. Well, then, um, yeah. But that's another issue, right? No, that's an issue I think they understand, but they don't care about. Yeah, they're But anyway, he didn't stack two tires up on each other and she's like strung out on the couch. And then yeah. he goes, oh, she won't be helping anyone anytime soon. Dance. Wait, yeah. so is, is, I, I took from that scene that his mom was dead. Yeah. I, I, that's what I thought, too. Oh. Which was weird, because I thought later, I mean, that comes up later in the movie, but like I thought it was pretty heavily implied in that scene that he killed his, his mom. Hmm. Or maybe that was just. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe that was, I don't know. I thought she was like no, drugged I, out. I I thought she was dead too, but I mean, you know, I don't think it's our fault that the movie is not clear about what's going on in the movie. Well, I just thought um, she was drugged out because it does do a thing where it's like, uh fucking, of course you make it that he's like a poor kid, right? right. And then it was like when she's just kind of laying in the chair like that. I'm like, oh, these people. That's what they blame. They blame like parents on drugs and poverty and stuff for 
kids being yeah. bad. It's not going to be one of like the you know suburban kids. Yeah. Um, so it cuts back to Zoe, uh, the protagonist, um, and she uh, is you know the goth girl is chasing her, and she ends up in the teacher's lounge, which is you know, seemingly the perfect place to hide because no oh. prank ever has happened to teachers. And there's him <laughs> in there. Oh, yeah, there's a hundred balloons in there. It's yeah. where the it clown lives. <laughs> <laughs> Before that, though, she slips on the canola oil stairs. Like the <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I forgot. That's the thing that made me laugh really hard in this movie is that she just keeps, like, getting, like, Mr. bean and just yeah. like falling down and getting like pranked, like opening lockers and just like a pie hitting her in the face. Like it's all just in the middle of the school shooting. She's getting she's getting like pranked. Yeah. And you know, there's a, a whole struggle. Uh, goth girl goes in there and you know, she's obviously, you know, looking for her and she starts shooting randomly at different balloons. And then she like jumps on her, and there's a whole struggle for the gun, and eventually Zoe uh, comes out on top and shoots her in the head. Yeah. And then proceeds to do the video game thing where she's looking for all of the <laughs> important items off of the goth girl. She's leveling up. She's leveled up. <laughs> yeah. And this is also the part where Zoe notices the belt the very thick belt on the goth girl, and she proceeds to use it as uh, a tourniquet for her open wound in her leg. And then we cut to the father uh, skinning a deer. So it was that morning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All, All this has happened in like three hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he hears the radio broadcast because the news is there now that there is an active shooting. This is also the first time in the movie where guns make a noise because the uh, shooters in the cafeteria hear the gun go off when it kills the goth girl. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then I, they, I send, uh, they send they like, send the fat kid after him. <laughs> yeah. They go fight with that noise was the fat one. Yeah. <laughs> Do you all catch? So when the dad realizes that, he immediately goes inside their house and looks underneath, like the bed, and he's like, "Oh, like the gun is still here." Like it's almost like he thought that. Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> oh my crazy kid who. Yeah. Smashes deer heads and, like, and is the daughter of me, the Punisher. Yeah. And, like, he was, like, relieved, right? And he's like, oh, okay, I'm going to go help her then. So he grabs that rifle and he, like, runs out. And it goes back to the hostage situation. Which and has my, I'm sorry, but my favorite character is definitely the Nazi kid. No. I'll, I'll talk about it later. <laughs> but this scene also sets up a character uh, development that is not explored at all <laughs> later on. The Nazi kid goes in to kiss Tristan, and Tristan goes up, back the fuck off. So I like, not, and he's like, "Oh, you only care about my sister," and he's like, "Oh, that's not fucking true." So Tristan was fucking these two siblings. Yeah, this is the, like an indie movie. And it's, 
fuck? This see, never gets sub- brought up again. Do you see, Kenny? Subverting social mores leads you to being a school shooter. Like that's I know all this like all these weird little things would make name. this like a more interesting movie. Like if they did make these like this weird incestuous bisexual relationship and they played up the ghost thing and that this girl's losing her mind, this could have been like an A twenty four movie. But instead it's a Ben Shapiro movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they send Hitler, bisexual Hitler, out to look for Zoe. Oh, no, they send fat, fat nerd. <laughs> oh, fat nerd. Yeah. The, the best character. This guy's the best. <laughs> yeah. He's obviously the weakest link in the school shooting cadre. Because um, Zoe, like, captures him, like, right away, right? So... <laughs> they go um, down to Mr. Bean canola oil hallway again <laughs> yeah well before that like zoe's like i'm right here you fucking nerd and then she like runs just past like fucking bird shot like shotgun like blasts somehow like no none of those pellets hit her at all and they're just like running down the halls and then she like obviously is leading uh the nerd to like that slipping slide and he falls, and then she hits him with a fire extinguisher, right? Yeah. And then yeah. it cuts to uh, them in the theater. Theater. And the ghost mom's on the stage talking to talking to Zoe. Yeah, and she's then like, it, knock him dead, sweetie. Yeah. See, it's funny, because it's, it's a in theater. a theater. And also an active shooting, mom. Yeah, like what? I'm in. I'm in hell. I'm your mom. I'm in hell. I'm not an angel. Mom's in hell. (laughs) Mom's in hell, but her cancer's gone into remission. She has hair now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She progressively gets more and more hair each time she comes back. It's weird. Oh, and I don't know if they brought it up at this point, but also the mom did die of cancer. They kind of. She died traumatically and says something about like i know i th- it's heavily implied that the mom was was murdered oh shit by the dad by the <laughs> probably partnership. i don't know she was murdered by cancer kenny no because she says i know you think about like basically implies i know you think about the the monster that did this to me i don't think she's talking about cancer <laughs> no she's talking about cancer i think like, oh, like, <laughs> think about <laughs> no, because she she says something like, "How many times have I died in your mind?" So she's like saying, "Like you keep replaying the fact that I died in your head, and it's it's a problem." <laughs> and Kenny took that as no, she was murdered she by said, Michael Myers. <laughs> she says in the movie, "Like I know you think about of, like getting revenge, basically on cancer." Yeah, I think it's she. Can- she just says, <laughs> she's not gonna. She says you only see the monster that got me, which Zoe like just focus on the fact that cancer like got rid of her. But it's weird because no, Zoe never no. says anything about cancer. Yeah, no, this is this is like a a a plot hole. It's very obvious that the dad who takes his daughter out to kill animals before fucking school. <laughs> Used his black rifle coffee connections <laughs> to poison his wife slowly over the span of like a year. And 
And he like gaslit his daughter about it. His daughter's like, I see you poisoning mom. And he's like, No, you're you're nuts. We just made this movie like a thousand times more interesting, which is like three. Yeah. What's crazy about this scene, too, is that um, the mom implies that because Zoe is fighting for everyone's lives, that she is getting over death of her mother because her will to live she says your will your will to live is getting stronger that's why i have hair now (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm just i'm just i'm just calling balls and strikes this is the movie i don't know yeah this this is about her getting over her mom's death by living through the trauma of seeing her friends die Yeah, but see, so well, that's that's what I wanted to get to is like this is such a Faustian deal, like it's insane that like you have to go through a school shooting to get over your mother's cancer. You have to yeah. see, I, you have to see your security guard be exploded and die. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I yeah. guess, guess I have more trauma that replaced the cancer mom. Yeah, and and like while she's talking to no one, um, because her mom is dead. Uh, the nerd guy shows up and he's like, "Oh, you talked to no." He's like handcuffed. He didn't show up. He's handcuffed. Your voices too. (laughs) Yeah, he's like handcuffed to like one of the theater chairs. It's like, oh, "Oh, you hear voices too? And she looks at him like he's like a a crazy person because she's like, "No, I'm talking to my dead mom, not whatever weird schizophrenic shit's going on with you." Yeah, and then she has him uh, explain why he's here, and I feel like Travis. Oh yeah, this is my favorite. Like the one about. Yeah, this is my favorite scene in the whole movie. Is like the school shooter's like, "You don't remember me, do you?" And she's like, "No." And he goes, "It was in like the fourth grade, and <laughs> and we were at this pool party, and this kid fucking pulled my swim trunks down. I had no underwear on, and we left in my dick." And they never stop laughing at my dick. And even the teachers laugh at my dick. And then Zoe is like... <laughs> Zoe, Zoe goes, like, did you ever think that everyone behind you was happy? So, like, she's like, hey, did you ever, like, realize that you could have, like, monetized, like, the shit you were bullied about? Like, your little dick or whatever the fuck's going on? Like, like you could have... Move on about your little dick was you like you didn't yeah. and then he's like what and then is this when she says that thing i might be jumping ahead but is this when she's like look you either help me end this or everybody's gonna remember you as a fat little dick idiot like she's just yeah. like if you don't help me everyone's gonna think you're a fat tiny dick which is also a part i enjoyed in this movie was that the only character that got like a redemption arc was the weird incel that's like yeah. Clearly, most of Ben Shapiro's audience is that guy. <laughs> like, yeah. you can't piss off your main audience. Like, that's Jordan Peterson, Ben Shapiro's, like, bread and butter. Yeah. It's small um, dick. Um, small dick fat incel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. After this whole, like, weird theater scene, uh, it cuts to uh, the Joker, Tristan. Uh, talking to the sheriff. He has him on the phone, and the sheriff is, like, trying to be, like, very, you know, understanding. 
Like he's trying to negotiate with him, right? And trying to build his trust. And Tristan goes on to explain what he's trying to accomplish. And again, he goes into like a 50-year-old open mic ideas. Uh, he goes on a diatribe about how social media acts as judge and jury. And so he's like a weird constitutionalist, I guess, where he's like, hey, like, you shouldn't judge people based off of what you see on social media. Like, that's not the whole story. Which is weird because that's his entire thing is putting this all over social media. No, I'm telling you, the writer's yeah. doing that thing it's where he's so like, convoluted. well, the writer's doing that thing where he was like, oh, this is like the most fun to write for. I'm sure he just got like in a groove. It's just like, yeah. ah, and then all of his like, and also like the government stopping Facebook from seeing my grandson's messages. Like those are just like the words <laughs> he wrote for this character because he liked this guy the most. Yeah, there's there is also a point where he like when he's talking to the sheriff. I don't remember how it comes up, but he goes, uh, "No ice cream for me. I'm lactose intolerant." Like it's so weird. <laughs> like oh, he also he's a soy boy. He drinks soy. And... I'm telling you, they're building a whole profile, and it's like you know just like a stereotypical woke live or some shit. Um. It all it's it, it, like you know as it cuts to you know Zoe like going to different classrooms with the chemistry teacher and basically trying to get everyone to leave. Um, and that teacher also I don't know if you all noticed like in the middle of like in a transitionary like part of the scene like it's basically saying that sheltering in place is not a safe thing to yeah. do, which is like that's like the standard protocol. So like again they're trying to like. Like, say, you know, the way schools handle school shootings is inadequate. And also um, they're trying to say, I think, that COVID's not real and that you should go out to bars. Sheltering in place is not <laughs> yeah, the way yeah. to do it. Don't stay at home. Go to Applebee's. Get your friends sick. It's America. Yeah, it's fucking insane. And at this point, uh, the main school shooter guy, Tristan, he decides that he's going to go look for Anna, who's goth girl. Um and so he's like going around the campus looking for her. Um, and I think this is the part where he like, is this the part where he runs into Zoe or? No, because doesn't she like confront them and like she goes there with uh, Junkus. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. She like goes to the cafeteria with Junkus and then they like. Wait, no, because he talks to her on the, like, the walkie-talkie or, like, the phone first. Yeah, she tries to call, he tries to call goth girl, and then she picks up, she's like, he's, she's dead. I killed her. Did you all catch uh, her last name when she was like, is this Anna? And she's like, no, my name's Zoe. Her last name is Hole. (laughs) Zoe Hole? (laughs) (laughs) Her name is Zoe Hole? Yeah, that's her name. H O L E. Are you saying whole? Like H O L E. Last name is Whole. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> it's me, Zoe Hole. I killed your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, and um this is when Tristan announces that 
Um, if Zoe does not show up to the cafeteria, he's going to start killing someone every five minutes. But then, you know, like the edgelord that he is, he shoots someone instantaneously as he announces that. And then he goes, why so serious? Why so serious? Yeah. And this is like... Oh, there was like another part too that was I thought was really funny when he's like talking to like one of the reporters and the reporter says something and he goes he goes like why are you doing this? He goes, Because I'm not a stupid dummy like you <laughs> like the reporter and then just hangs up the phone. It's just like a scene. I it's like a very quick scene, I think, yeah. just to show how unlikable he is, but I'm like, that seems cool. <laughs> Yeah, they never really do a good job in this movie of explaining his motivations. He just kind of says, social media created me. Look how easy it is for me to do this. Make it harder. Give teachers guns. Give security guards guns. (laughs) That's why I'm doing this. To arm the children. This is the perfect movie for Luddites who think that technology ruins everything. Um, Yeah. So then her, Zoe, and Chunkus storm the Capitol and, like, confront... The Capitol, the cafeteria. And and the the other guy, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be the name of some new, like, Kristen Wiig, Jason Sudeikis movie. Zoe and Chunkus storm the Capitol. <laughs> Andy Samberg is chunkiest. <laughs> yeah, he he turns on Tristan and the other Nazi kid. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, my like, dick is normal, and then he like, yeah, he's like, I'm not afraid of being laughed at because of my dick anymore. Yeah, and then <laughs> he says that part out loud, and like everybody starts chuckling. <laughs> and then he goes. Yeah. <laughs> It's like now I know that they're laughing because they're happy. They're they're fe- they feel good, as Zoe mentioned. And they're they... just going little dick freak, little dick freak, <laughs> little dick freak. And he's like, they say that because they love me. And he shoots at his friends. That's when he says uh, his catchphrase too. He goes, "Chunk and crunch this." <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, they're trying to create an MCU, and Chunk is their first character, but the. He dies. He does like clip uh, the main dude in the shoulder, and that guy Tristan gets the other Nazi kid. The bisexual after bisexual Himmler. Yeah, um, he gets him to go chase after Zoe. Um, He's my favorite character in this movie. (laughs) <laughs> it's weird. Not they end, yeah, they end up in the chemistry class, right? Which is yeah. why the hydrogen explanation yeah. was very doesn't, important. In it the doesn't the, the dad movie. just like snipe him in the head? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Punisher so, dad is just like yeah. So like initially, you know, like hydrogen like lights on fire, and it's like crazy, and he's like freaking out, and then he finds Zoe like on the ground, and he's about to shoot her, but like this whole time. Zoe's dad, Mr. Hole, has been in the forest. <laughs> fucking <laughs> <like>. <laughs> he 
he's like setting up a sniper's nest, and like somehow the cops don't know that he's doing this. And he attaches himself to the bottom of a SWAT van. And yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he does yeah, go. And just runs. Just books it. And he but just snipes this kid in the head. He just like shoots bisexual Nazi boy. And then fucking guns him down. Yeah. Bisexual Nazi boy, though, when he is in the classroom, he starts going, saying some shit like, I'm stuck in a loop. I'm stuck in a loop. Uh, like, start saying some real crazy shit. <laughs> and that's that's what I came up with the theory. Have you guys seen the show uh, Quantum Leap? Yeah. <laughs> it's Scott Bakula's yeah. character. He's <laughs> jumped into the body of a school shooter. And he's like, Al says, I gotta shoot the kids and I want to go home. And then the Punisher's like, Sniping time. <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah. It's weird because they tune up, turn then, up. Like it's, it's crazy, like, to 11 in that scene. Yeah. That is fucking wild. And then Zoe yeah. doesn't know it's her dad, right? Or does she, like, look at it's her dad be like, I did it, I killed for you. Oh, yeah, no, she looks through the window, through, like, the bullet hole and sees her dad, like, getting arrested. <laughs> Yeah. for murdering a child. I, I, say, I think it's actually the opposite. I think she knows that it's her fucking dad. Like, because this is like school shooting exception. Like, the fucking nerds, like, did the school shooting, but, like, the real hunters were, like, ready for it the whole time, right? Yeah. Yeah, so... I mean, the dad, though, like, went there with a mission, like, with a sniper rifle to, like, start shooting kids. <laughs> so I'm not even sure, like, he recognized that he was saving his daughter's life. He was just like, oh, there's one. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm part of this now. I'm a part of the gang. <laughs> it is weird that this guy just inserted himself into this thing to commit murder. Yeah. <laughs> and then he lets himself get arrested. Like, right away. <laughs> the guy uh -huh. did my crime. <laughs> I did it. Yeah, so then I, I, I fulfilled my life's purpose. I killed one child. So then Zoe makes it to the cafeteria, right? Yeah, and this is when, um, so before all that, she had you know, you know, had escaped kind of with Lewis, who got shot. They oh, we, we skipped over room. that part. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they they kiss finally. And then uh, she goes back to the cafeteria because he lets her know. He's like, hey, like in the van, there are more explosives. And so oh, because he got shot like, and he's dying. Oh, oh fuck. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's bleeding out. And uh, yeah, so then she looks in the back of the van and sees it's full of explosives. And yeah. she... Turn puts it in reverse and just lets it roll out and explode all the teachers' cars. <laughs> I thought she was going to kill the cops. That was <laughs> awesome, that thing, but she was like, I'm pushing this highly explosive van out to the parking lot where everybody is. Yeah. But also, Tristan is fleeing now with a hostage. No, he like blends into the kids, right? No, he takes a hostage, a hostage with oh. him. And he blows this kid up. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. does like a weird, elaborate fake his own death thing. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. And then the and then it cuts to you think it's over, 
Or Zoe's like running down the hall trying to find him. And she sees the exploded body and is all sad. And then like a bunch of SWAT team officers like arrest Zoe. Which on the ground the mom has like full hair. And he's like, I, I, I ain't got no cancer no more. You moved on forever past me, your ghost mom. Yeah. The only time you could get over the trauma of my death was by experiencing a whole school shooting in which you actually saved the day somehow. She never had cancer. She just took the bandana off and her let her full hair down. She was murdered. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and so then it cuts to Zoe in the back of a SWAT car. And the like the cop from earlier is like, I can't get to the school shooting, I'm stuck in traffic. That cop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that cop is like, I'm gonna uncuff you so I can shake your hand. Thank you for all the chaos you caused. Thank you for running around the school yeah. and murdering. This is fucking insane. <laughs> And they just let her go. They don't take like a statement from her or anything. They just like cut her out the SWAT car and let her go. And she walks over to the police car where her dad is just in the back seat with the windows rolled down for some reason. And they're just like talking about, you know, oh, I miss your mom every day. I'm proud of you. And then Zoe looks over and she sees um, Joker Boy like running. Yeah. And she's like, Where's the gun you killed the boy with? And he goes, It's up there. Yeah, he's like, the cops put, like, you know, like, caution tape over it because it's evidence now. Um, but it's still there for some reason. <laughs> yeah, and then she's like, okay, cool. And she goes, and she gets the Punisher's murder weapon. And it shows Tristan, and he's, like, running through, like, a creek. He stops, like, a bridge, pulls out, like, a safe, like, a little safe. and has muddy passports yeah. in it. And as he's getting them... Sorry, are you going to say something, Kenny? Yeah, this is the part where I was super fucking confused about Tristan's plan because he had the passport and the money. Like, he was planning on traveling. Were all those kids going to come with him? Like, what? What just, was he going to Mexico? He literally live streamed his face, though, and like talked to the news. And I was like, I'm just going to go to the airport after this and I'm going to fly to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he must have had like a getaway car or something. There's no way he was gonna fly. Like we're like in a podunk, like little fucking town. Like Yeah. There's no airport there. That's fair. I'm dumb. <laughs> no no no. <laughs> you got me. Just, no, uh, I mean I wrote no. this movie, I directed it. <laughs> no, it it is weird because she's getting all of this stuff together. And then Zoe from the beginning with the deer shoots him in like the shoulder with like a sniper rifle and then just like walks up to him and is like your lungs are filling with blood soon you'll be dead we're supposed to take animals out of their misery and then picks up a rock and you're like oh shit she's gonna like crush this guy's head and then she yeah. just throws it in the water and is like you will die slow and then walks away and then credits roll Yes, yep. the movie. Yeah, that's the, that is literally the end of the movie. Yeah, there's there's no closure. Nope. There's no explanation at all about what Tristan or the Chunkus or the Nazi twins were up to. Or I if mean, the dad got like life in prison for 
exploding a kid's head with a sniper rifle. <laughs> I mean, he, to be fair, Kenny, I mean, the movie is called Run, Hide, Fight. And they did all of those things. They did run, so. they did hide, they did fight. Yeah, so... Her dad, like, bringing a high-powered sniper rifle to an active school shooting, though, and then, like, attaching himself to the underside of a SWAT man. And sneaking in like a weird like Metal Gear video game. <laughs> it's to shoot a it, a child. It is weird because this movie's not like short. It's like almost two hours long. It's yeah. It's a it's an hour and forty nine minutes. Yeah, and but it felt like they like didn't have enough time to explain basic things. <laughs> yeah, like you think in a they two hour it... movie, you'd at least have like the characters go like. I'm doing the shooting because I read, I read the back of Das Kapital at a Barnes and Noble. <laughs> or yeah, like he has no like, motivation at all. He's just like kids these days with their iPhones and their Google Pluses. <laughs> yeah, they also made the movie like I think they wanted to do way too much with this. Yeah, and like they tried to make like Zoe like that. Hannah, you seen that movie Hannah, where like she's like a super soldier or some shit? Yeah. Like they tried to make her like some badass, and then like they tried to like have all these other things happen. Or like, like Laura the Croft. Would have just been like way more powerful if it was just like an average girl. Like. Yeah, they're trying to make to they're trying to make Zoe like Laura Croft. Yeah. And it's like, I, have you ever seen the Gus Van Zant movie Elephant? It's also about like a school shooting. It's like one of those weird movies they'd show on HBO when I was like thirteen, so I saw it way too young. <laughs> but it's like an actual like drama about like a school shooting, and like it's like kind of done in little vignettes, and it shows like the kids throughout the day, and then like the climax of the movie is the school shooting. And it's like not fun to watch, obviously, but it's like well made, and I feel like this movie was trying to do that because like this. The scenes with, like, the kids shooting people, they're, like, very, like, bleak and dark and brutal. Like, it's not, yeah. like, it's, like, showing these kids get, like, shot. Which feels like it's, like, you know, trying to be, like, this, like, edgy drama. And at the same time, you have this girl, like, crawling through, like, the air ducts at the school. Doing, like, Assassin's Creed takedowns on, like, bad guys and... Right. Well, I think they had to, like, try and straddle that tonal. And I think to the tone of the movie was probably difficult because they were trying to straddle the line between this is a school shooting, like, right. but also, like, their main objective was, like, not to focus on the tragedy of the school shooting, but, like, how gun... The only person that can stop a bad guy with a gun is, like, a good guy with a gun. Yeah. Right. It's Which isn't well, true because she doesn't have a gun for, like, most of the movie. Yeah, I mean, it, it's absolutely like fucking right-wing propaganda uh and you know this is uh the daily wire's first foray into films granted they did not originally produce this um but they certainly took it up and they're like this is this is something we're gonna buy out and stream so not good yeah I don't know if you. I did. I read a little bit of that article, but it seemed like a lot of the people associated with this movie were did not were not aware of the new like distribution or the new 
owners of this film? Or? Yeah, Amr, you want to talk about that a little bit before we get out of here? Sure, sure. So um, there's an article about this movie, um, and essentially the Daily Wire, the person that produced the film, his name is Dallas Sonier, um, and apparently this person has a history of overlooking onset abuses in, uh, you know, at work, you know, in movies and stuff. Um, and so Ben Shapiro and this, uh, guy who overlooks, you know, staff and stuff like sexually assaulting people. Well, and this guy is uh, like a dude, the dude who does this is like a known like producer of kind of like right wing or right sympathetic movies, right? Yeah. So, um, in the article, it says that, um, the movie studio, uh, in question, Cinestate, uh, specializes in uh, quote unquote populist films for the Trump crowd, like dragged across the street, which <laughs> is a nasty <laughs> apology starring Mel Gibson. Wait, what's um, the movie called? So that might be the next. It's called Dragged Across Concrete. Oh, I've seen that movie. Oh, you have? Okay, well, yeah, yeah. Mel Gibson. It's from the same. Yeah, it's uh, Mel Gibson and Vince Vaughn, and they play like these cops. Who gets suspended from the force for like assaulting a <laughs> assaulting like a witness, and then they just go and they do like vigilante work. It's like one of those movies that's very like it's definitely like a pro cop thing in the way that like the wire's a pro cop thing. It's nowhere yeah. as good as the wire, but it's definitely like it's a well made movie. It's like a movie that's like technically very well made and the story is fine, but it's like a macho-y movie. This movie was way more like a, just like a blatant, like propaganda, poorly made <laughs> movie. Yeah. I, I do think, though, out of all yeah, the movies uh, we watched, like this one may be like the most effective. Because I could see like if you're not paying attention to like politics at all, you could watch this movie and be like, oh, that was an all right action movie. It's not, like, overt about its politics unless you're, like, a crazy person like us who's, like, looking for them. Right. Where there's, like, catchwords that, you know, or, like, references to certain memes that are pervasive on the internet that, you know, like, when he goes up on the cafeteria table and says trigger warning, it's like, oh, you're, like, making light of that. I would actually like to, (laughs) because when I saw that line, I was kind of, like, Oh, that line's way worse, too, considering the subject matter being obviously a school shooting. Obviously, he just killed kids. It's a pun. Right. But there might actually be kids who survived a school shooting that, like, when you talk about those things, it might be actually warranted to say, trigger warning, you, like, this might actually be triggering for people who, I don't know, survived the school shooting. Yeah. Um, kind of to make fun of these kids' PTSD, too. In a way, I don't know if that was the intention, but it, it probably, I mean, maybe not, but like, you know, it, it is obviously, this is, this movie is like trigger warning central, obviously. And I mean, apparently a lot of the people that were involved in the production of it are, you know, people that uh, have turned blind eyes to, you know, just people being abusive and, you know, in acting spaces um one of the co-producers his name is donahue um 
Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, you're good. Uh, apparently, uh, there was an investigation into Donahue that revealed that uh, uh, you know, two producers had turned blind, a blind eye to Donahue's predatory behavior and you know, willfully gave him more power and authority within the company despite knowing uh, his predatory behavior. And that's when Cinestate, I guess, got uh, quote-unquote canceled and was shut down, and that's why The Daily Wire, you know, bought out this movie. Um, they also have another movie that they haven't uh, released um, that apparently stars Jason Sudeikis. Ew. <laughs> so... Kenny's favorite. Job. Good job, uh, SNL. I think we yes. both know what that movie is. It's uh, the MCU Chunkus movie. Sorry, <laughs> Andy, Andy Samberg and Jason Sudeikis. Zoe and Chunkus storm the Capitol. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know, this movie definitely had, like, the facade of, like, a good movie. But then when, if you know anything about movies, you're like, this is, like, shittily directed. The script's bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, the acting wasn't... I, I don't know, There, it was almost a two-hour movie, but most of it was... Once it got going, it just got going. <laughs> yeah. So I really don't know how good or bad any of the actors are. I mean, besides Joker Kid, who they give all the lines to. He's, like, the only one who, like, really talks. Yeah. He was bad. Um, <laughs> he was. <laughs> no, it's weird. The only character that gets any mo motivation is, like, the who's like, why did you do this? The only kid who's like, oh, I shot the school up is the one who's like, because they laughed at my dick and called me fat. Yeah. And then Zoe's like, I will call you fat and laugh at your dick if you don't help me kill your friends. And he's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> right. Also, yeah, the Zoe's main motivation of, like, the only thing that can help you overcome tragedy is more tragedy. Like, that doesn't... Like, that reminds me of those Saw movies where he's like, ah, yeah, world-famous pianist who doesn't appreciate life. I'm going to kidnap you and smash your hands and then <laughs> you'll appreciate life more. Like, yeah. I don't know how watching her friends die and then like, not only watching her friends die, but having to take a life herself is going to make her like feel any better about losing her mom. Uh, that's, that's what it takes, Kenny. You also, get over your mom's death by killing. killing yeah. School shooters. That's how you do it. And you talk to your dad about it. Like, I have a beer. <laughs> like, hey, remember that time I shot that kid? You shot a kid, too. Uh, we're a couple of... High yeah. five. <laughs> High five. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's this episode. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. You guys have anything else to close out on? Um, looking forward to see what Benny Boy <laughs> produces in the future. Maybe like a horror movie about like an abortion doctor or something. Oh god! It's gonna be some oh, be fucked cool. up thing. <laughs> you know what's weird? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I, I there's like a bunch of Ben Shapiro like YouTube videos of him like critiquing movies. Like he like trashes Tarantino, and there's this like famous tweet he has where he's like, 
what's like a very like what's like an underappreciated movie that more people should see? And he goes, I'll go first. Amadeus, and everyone's like, that movie won like 37 Oscars. <laughs> like, he's just like a stupid guy who, like, yeah. I don't know. This movie yeah, was full clearly. of like stupid guy that thinks they're like smart. Thinks like she's talking to the mom, but the mom's the ghost. And this is like a metaphor for moving on. It's like, you know, you're just dumb and bad. And you slipped in your weird like politics about like how. Teachers that have guns, and you should cops should be able to just break in doors of trailer parks. Yeah, uh, yeah, but we're probably going to be doing more, uh, doing more movie things. And we'll eventually move those to a Patreon. Uh, the movie things, if you like these, keep that in mind. Um, yeah. So until next week, goodbye for F. I have a penis for your vagina hole. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye.